close and personal. How you guys doing? How was uh how was your week? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I um I think I got a better hand this week. A better hand than last week. Yeah. So your... this week my black history person, James Ball. Yo, James <laughs> Ball. <laughs> I took your best. Alright, cool. I take your best. I take your James Baldwin and I, I, uh, what's the word that people be using in cards? You raise? I raise it to Jesus. Okay, stop it. <laughs> I raise it to Jesus. Controversy. Was he black? Huh? Was he black? Oh, this man don't believe in black lives <laughs> matter. With Jesus black This boy don't believe in black lives matter So I think I take that round Okay, right. I think I take that round I think he was black <laughs> I know he was black <laughs> Shout out to all my black people out there uh-huh. I'm really I'm really with the movement Yeah this man This guy's not He just imp- Impostering That's true Valentine's Day coming up you do, Valentine's Day You doing anything? Hmm? Okay <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm a, you know, I'm a single man out here. Is there any people celebrate? How how would you celebrate Valentine's Day in a pandemic? And well, if you're in Maryland, not a lot of things are. I get a lot, lot of things not that closed, but a lot of things not that open. You could do like a if you got like a little nice. You could do like a hotel or Airbnb. Get some candles. If you know how to chef it up, you know, cook for your girl. That's or if you don't know how to chef it up, chef it up, you know. Get some catered, catered food. That's true. Nah. Yeah, there's some things. Yeah. It's not that hard. If you're not usually romantic, it's not that hard to please your girl. Okay. Like, now, if you're always romantic, then yeah. That's why I tell people not to be romantic all the time. Christmas was just less than two months ago. That is true. I was just like, yo. Like, what? Christmas was just two months ago. Less than two months ago. And then my anniversary is literally the month after. <sighs> Well, thankfully, this comes out after Valentine's Day, so hmm. I'm doing none of those things you suggested. Okay. But we still love each other, so that's yeah. good. That's always good. So what's going on, man? Yeah, man. Um, so your week was... Uh, oh, you didn't really talk about your week. You just said you have the bad deck of hands. Yeah. Um, but this week was kind of different for me, and it made me realize... Uh, or maybe, you know, want to discuss how we deal with emotions, mm. um, which has always been slightly a challenge for me, me being a male of the male species. Um, and so, you know, just to give you a little background, this week has been uh, a little too hectic, hectic, hectic. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um but it was it was weird because I had a friend stay with me for the week, and it was uh, and I found myself uh, not being my normal self and being a little cold, and I didn't quite understand when it was going on until mm. afterwards that I was maybe a little stressed and a little um, a little um, I don't even know how to explain this but let's you know you don't need the backstory to understand but a little insecure about certain things um and then my response to that was to be kind of distant and cold towards my guests 
So it's uh, it had me thinking like you know even though we usually talk about more uh, exoteric stuff or esoteric stuff, I forgot which one is the. I'm definitely gonna look it up once this podcast over. Yeah, then esoteric stuff. Um, I think this was more relatable. Um, dealing with emotions, I think this is something that we both kind of talked about and. Through our, our lives Whereas there was one point Me and Chris Used to be like It is what it is And that was kind of a way to like Not deal with emotions <laughs> <laughs> Like if something bad happened It would be like It's life or it is what it is um, And I think tw- You know These last Two three years We've been A little bit more uh, Sensitive and more And trying to feel A little bit more Throughout um, And just being more in touch With our emotions so, Are we? <laughs> I don't think we are more in touch. I don't think we're in touch with our emotions, but I think we are more in touch with our emotions. Uh, yeah. I think so. You don't think so? I think you opened up in ways these last couple of years that you normally did. Yeah. I, I, I did. But it's, it's, it's tricky because the things that I really care about, it's like, ooh, I'm yeah, not. I'm not ready to talk about No, we're going to bury that. <laughs> In the dirt, you know. Uh, I can see that. It's weird because I feel like in our friendship, it's it's been wow. This this sound mad. This sound mad deep. <laughs> <laughs> sound like one of those sad podcasts. <laughs> um, I I think in our friendship, it's been it's been uh, a. I, I probably I, you, Chris doesn't even know I'm about to say this, but it's been a breath of fresh air. What? Seeing how vulnerable you've been. Me? Yeah, you. Couldn't be. <laughs> I think you don't know it, but it's, it's, it's like there's sometimes when you share certain things, I'm like, don't this man know that we pack? Like, we, we <laughs> joke about these things. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not scared of the jokes because it's like. I mean, it's coming from love, but. But still. it's not even that. It's like, that's. I have an older brother. I have an older sister. Mm. That's our love language. Mm. We joke about things. So that's how you had to get through things. Of You can share something very personal to you. Yeah. And you got to be able to turn that switch on. Let's say when your sister or your brother joke that's about true. it. You got to be able to not get overly yeah. sensitive yeah. and joke about it too. And things like that. But um, I, 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 I sure didn't know that. That you've been over here taking a... Uh, Fresh breaths of air. <laughs> nah, I mean it's not like it's not like I'm sighing every time this man's like I'm just oh, that exactly. Was nice. I'm like I'm over here sending you a text like I'm having a hard week. You just like this man, this man's honest. <laughs> <laughs> With one tear coming down the eye. Uh nah, it, it, but it's like I don't know. I think it's 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 weird because it's not like you're tr- making you're not intentionally doing it, right? It's not like Mm-mm. You're like, oh, well, let me share because, but it's it's one of those things like you don't really get that, especially in, in, in a male to male friendship. Like you you get that, like you might get that honesty from a woman, yeah, to male friendship, but you don't really get that from a male to male friendship. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> when it comes to being open or just being however you are, like I look at our uh, friendship, or even just not only us, just our group of guys and yeah. things like that. 
I accepted that we're weird in a way. Yeah. It took him a while. I think you just it, accepted no, it last year. I just accepted it because. Um, I was the weird one. I was the only weird one. No, because, like, but on but our our friendship is, is weird because we're all close. Yeah. All of us is mm-hmm. close. But there are still some layers I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. There's still some layers I don't know about T, Darnell, Garvin, our, our boys. And they were like, how do y'all not know? Y'all talk to each other all the time. I'm like, we don't share sure, yeah. like our personal things. Like, what do y'all talk about? Everything else. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, like and, and 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 the thing about it is it's not that we wouldn't share with each other, yeah. but I don't think there has been a requirement put on each other that that we would um share um how we feel. And with me, I think with me. I think once you go through things, mm. and even you gone through this, um, it it helps you sort out what's what's what really matters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you go through, if you experience extreme happiness, or if you experience extreme sadness, all the stuff in the middle, you be able to sort out. Like this don't matter. Yeah. Like that don't matter. Yeah. So that's why I can share with you. Like okay, I had a hard week this time. I felt um, I felt uh, what's the word? I didn't feel as confident in myself in this week in my abilities, mm. because that is nothing compared to the depression that I may have felt that yeah, you don't know don't about. Know about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like me feeling not confident is just it's little. You know what I mean? Compared to like, bro, I'm sad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like that's that's different. And and I'm not saying that's the case, but um. When it comes to emotions, where do you think we learn to deal with our emotions? Do you think the first place we look at is our parents and things like that? Like, for example, like knowing how you are, would you say you are the same as moms or are you like opposite? Hmm. My my initial reaction to that question was to say opposite. Like, I wanted to say opposite. I think... I think over the years, I learned how to, I think over the years, initially, I used to be very emotional. I don't think you guys ever seen this side of me, but I used to cry a lot, maybe all the way into my middle school years. Mm -hmm. I remember having this one conversation. We all had a meeting because I was pretty, you know, uh, emotional kid. Um, And I remember having this meeting. And uh, I started breaking down. It was like my grandfather, my grandmother, my mother, and my two sisters. We was all sitting around the table. And I started breaking down because they was talking about how, you know, trouble I, I'm causing the family this and third. You know, typical Nigerian stuff. <laughs> it wasn't even that serious, but, you know, they made it that serious. Um, and I remember my grandfather started mocking me. He was like, why are you crying for? Look at this! Look at this little boy. And ever since then, I was like, never again, never again will I show emotions like that. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and I think after that, there was a period of suppression. Like, so I stopped being emotional um, to a point where, like, anytime I got angry or upset, I just shut down. Like, I ain't really, I ain't really like express my emotion and then there'd be times where it would just you know be so bottled up that it was just outbursts then I realized that wasn't 
well gone. It was well too much of the other way. It wasn't. I mean, I still continue along that path, but that like outburst or you know holding into outbursts was too much. So then I tend to go the it's life or mm-hmm. it is what it is path, which which was working for a while. Yeah, but I think I was tucking it in into a bigger suitcase. Yeah, and then instead of it blowing up, it was just seeping weird ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might you know lay in bed a little bit longer or go to sleep and wear hours or sleep longer. I'm not sure if all this connected, but I think it does. I think it plays a role like physically. And let me, and this may, people may not agree with this. Mm. And I honestly don't even know if you would agree with this. Let's, uh, um, let's, what's the word? Let's look at, let's examine Mm. how your grandfather, uh, mocked you (laughs) for crying. Right. I think he was right. Yeah, I think he was right, too. Like, people would look at that and be like, that was traumatic for you, and you shouldn't. Um, and that's why, like, you are the way you are. Yeah. And, of course, we all can look at the practice of it and be like, maybe that was wrong. Yeah. But I think the overall message that he was getting through was, you a man. Or, 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 or like. Not even that. Like, well, 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 from my opinion, it's like, okay, you're doing this. We're talking to you. Yeah. And, and you just started crying. Yeah. And as a young man that's about to be a man, when you're confronted with something, you can't be so overwhelmed with your emotions as a man in this society to where you just break down crying. And not even like it, you being a man, this is my perspective. I think he had that perspective too. Mm-hmm. But this is my perspective. I think a lot of times people say, oh, you, you, you uh, shame boys or you shame males for mm-hmm. expressing emotions. And then, you know, there is some truth to it, but I think there is something to be said to in a way of saying, hey, crying is not always necessary. Yeah. Like you should, crying is, is there for when there's traumatic things going on. Mm-hmm. But if you're dealing with conf- confrontation and you can't go through that confrontation without breaking out in tears, then you need to reevaluate. Yeah. Your, you know, how you deal with emotions. Um, and so. And so one thing, and this is probably the second time I bring up my ex, which is, you know, maybe be weird, but whatever. Um, shout out to my ex if, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, so yeah, the, so I'm going through that relationship and we both had our issues, you know, uh, in the beginning, right? But I think throughout the relationship we were able to um speak on 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 things with a level manner um and uh you know we still were you know we were young so it was like trying to work through certain emotions that we probably never felt before and so forth but we for our age i think we were pretty mature or we we grew into maturity by the end of it Mm mm-hmm um, and so that really uh, helped me throughout the rest of my life, um, and throughout you know through that process through or through that relationship, I've been a little bit better at understanding my emotions. Um, and that's my air freshener. Okay, I was like, <laughs> someone got COVID in the back. <laughs> this man experimenting with COVID patients. Like, <laughs> 
Oh, uh, but yeah. So, so yeah. I, I and, and but now it's still a, a process, and still trying to you know really understand my emotions overall, and really express it in, in healthy ways. Yeah, and I think that's the key to express your emotions in healthy ways. Yeah. But let me just twist the conversation in some fashion. I think when it comes to men mm. and when it comes to women, mm. men, uh, I think women are taught, and maybe I'm wrong, to examine every emotion, mm. to give the same attention, excuse me, to give the same attention to every emotion, you know, be it small or big. I'm going to give 100% dig into that. I'm going to unbox it. I want to know what this is. So with men, we have to be more uh, precise with what to deal with. And this may be controversial, but I don't believe every emotion should be unboxed. I think there are some things that you may feel just have to roll off your back at certain points. Like you being wanting to kill somebody. Please yeah. let let Keep that roll that. Keep <laughs> roll that all the way off your back. Um, because I I also have this saying too. I I was in a don't say please let that roll <laughs> all the way off your back. <laughs> Sorry, it just hit me. It just hit me. No, that was hilarious. I straight was in this um, argument with this young lady yeah. one time, and she just kept talking about all the things I did wrong to her, hmm. right? And I'm listening to these, and I'm like, why do you choose to be offended? <laughs> no, and, and like, these are not, like, objectively, Offensive like, things. It, thank you. Yeah. I'm not out here saying anything to hurt you. Yeah. I'm just stating my opinion. Oh, Chris, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> because I believe that. Like, like, like it's not... It's not science. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, That's you're right. choosing to be offended. Yeah. Those are emotions that don't matter to me. Okay. Emotions like that to where you just choose. It's kind of like the, uh, it's like the Haley joint, mm-hmm. right? No, mm-hmm. not Haley. Chloe. I got the wrong. I keep getting them confused. You sure you want to go down there? I, I, listen here. I support black women. Man. Black history <laughs> okay, man. Right. right? People. Oh, went in on clothes. First, can I just go say, ahead? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Remember, even though we're in like a joint podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we share very different opinions. That's true. So, in the future, when you guys want to cancel somebody, make sure you just cancel one of us for the things that we say, <laughs> not both. <laughs> All right, that's it. So, people went in on uh, Chloe this week. And I thought it was people. That's where I messed up at. Mm. But it was this one specific tweet that kept getting retweeted mm. to where someone called her a Janet Jackson wannabe. Mm. Basically how Janet Jackson went from oh, the kid, the kid to the transition to Janet Jackson, the superstar. The overly sexual. And people. And she called Chloe corny and mm. things like that. And I understand that hurt her feelings. And I believe for women, that's something that I cannot relate to in the sense of what it feels to be confident in yourself, confident in your appearance, just confident in your being in general. So that's something that you should unbox as a woman and things like that. But for men, how I was taught, I was called ugly so many times. Mm. 
in middle school, mm. in elementary school. Mm. Darky, African booty <laughs> scratch. <laughs> like so, like nappy naps. So it's like buckshots. So as a man, mm. or as a young boy coming up, I was taught, oh, don't unbox that. Don't worry about that. Yeah, you know what I mean, because. Eventually, it turned over, like, you know, like, about in, like, ninth grade, 10th grade, yeah. and, like, people wasn't calling me that anymore, but it's like someone who was older than me, like my father, mm-hmm. like, kids are kids, like, that's not even worth going into because it's such a passing, it's going to pass over, Yeah, and that's how I view emotions, or, well, that's how I judge emotions, I look at how I feel and be like, Will I feel this a week from now? Mm. Will I feel this three days from now? Mm. If I feel like I won't feel this way a day or three days or a week from now, I'm not going to unbox it. I'm throwing it to the side and just letting it dissolve. Now, that may be toxic. You know what I mean? I may be suppressing myself. Mm. But to be honest, this whole everyone expressing their emotion things is Still a new fad out yeah. here, you know what I mean? It might not be healthy for everybody. I don't know. I I really don't, cause I feel like um, I feel like emotions are very intimate. Even if it's it's like mm. everyone is not gonna be privy to how I feel about things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause everybody can't handle that. Yeah. So it's like I trust you because you like my man's. I trust my other guys because they're my guys. I trust my girl. I trust those. Yeah. But everyone shouldn't get to see me in that light because everybody can't handle that light. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, how do you feel about how the way that emotions are being, quote unquote, promoted now? Like, you should express how you feel at all times. And is that too much? Like, for example, is that an overcre- is that, is that overcorrection of how we've been doing it the wrong way for years? You know what I mean? Of just, like, don't say nothing. Just come home and say and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it is an overcorrection, but I think it's necessary. I think it's, that's just how like before something gets settled, it swings one way and then it swings the other way, and then it swings the other way and it swings the you know back and forth, back and forth until it just you know slowly comes to a, a stillness. Right. That's a good example. And so I think you know because we've been doing it this way for so long that people are pushing the other way really hard. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the same thing. And a lot of people get upset by this, but believe all women movement, right. Um, or believe women movement is like some, some people like, well, you can't believe all women. Some women lie. Yeah. But you know, for so long, nobody believed any woman. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, before we could correct this, we need to believe all women find out, Okay, what separates the woman from and there's gonna be some there's gonna be some casualties, right? There's gonna be some men who are innocent that, you know, um, unfortunately fall victim to women that lie. But because there have been so many casualties on the other side of women who were telling the truth but nobody believed them, it's like, you know, now it's like now we have to correct it to some degree and unfortunately there's gonna be some people who are falsely accused. So I believe it's the same way. So there's going to be some people that get hurt by overly expressing it. Um, I think, you know, for yourself, you just got to know who, what type of person you are. See, and, and you know, I, I do this every week. But also go to therapy. See if that helps. If it doesn't help, then, you know, 
maybe therapy's not for you. Maybe wrestling. Maybe you know shooting guns. Not maybe, at people. Not not at people. Like go to the gun range. Yeah, the gun range or buy like um, laser guns. Laser. Please disclaimer. Yeah, sorry. Maybe guns wasn't. But uh, or you know read some books. You know play some video games. A lot of people like to do that. They yell, hmm. they yell at each other on video games. So do do you believe when it comes to emotions, there has to be besides expressing it mm-hmm. verbally? Yeah. Like we must find another outlet. Like like you say, video games and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe like that's a another healthy way? Or some people may see that as suppressing it. Like pe- people may people will say if you're not talking about it, then you're not being open about it. Or if you're not talking about it, you're not dealing with it. I think I mean I'm no psychologist, so I can't fully answer that with 100 percent confidence. But I think it's like people saying you need to be vegan, you need to be vegan. Then some people go become vegan and they become incredibly sick, right? Mm. It works for them for a couple of years, and then all of a sudden they have all these weird, you know, problems like they B12. Like you don't really get enough B12 if you're vegan, mm. and B12 is necessary for brain development or and brain upkeep. So are you saying vegan people are dumb? No, but if you are uh, prone to schizo, mm. you should not practice <laughs> veganism. Well, you might practice veganism, but make sure you need the necessary things that you would get if you wasn't vegan. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, I think it's the same thing with like, especially emotions. I think there's we haven't really touched uh, other ways to express emotions. There's probably ways that you could express your emotions through video games if. You know what you experience is like anger. Maybe video games is some way or somewhere that you could express that anger. Mm. But if you're sad, maybe video games is not. I understand. Yeah, it's probably right. not the best way. Maybe to, drawing art or something yeah, like maybe that. Maybe drawing art, music, creating music, or helping other sad people. It's like so. There's ways to, but we don't know how these tools, how effective these tools are. And the best thing that has been working for years is talking it out. So I think that's why people are pushing that particular mode. Maybe because it just it, it just fits all categories eventually. Yeah. Maybe. So is there any emotions that you're scared of? Even emotions that you experience or haven't experienced. Like one emotion that I am scared of is depression. And things like and I think is that is that emotion or more so a like state of being? I don't know. Like I would say sadness because for long periods it's scary to me. So like depression too. I never took I'm not even gonna lie to you. I think I knew of the word, mm. but it was like a side effect. Hmm? Meaning <laughs> meaning like I never thought of like depression as like a main thing. Mm. Uh, like you know how you be watching oh, like, TV okay. and they be like, take take Viagra side effects. <laughs> you may have nausea, headaches, depression. Da, da, da. It, <laughs> like I, I thought of depression like that. Okay. You know what I mean? I never thought of it as I'm depressed. And that's your illness. Yeah, like that's the illness. I thought that was just something that may come with the you know with the healing with the medicine. You know what I mean? So I will overcorrect. Depression quickly. What do you mean? Like, if I feel sad about something for mm-hmm. longer, if I feel sad about something longer than I think I should feel sad about it, okay. I overcorrect that joint real quick. I sign up for a therapy session real quick mm-hmm. because I'm like, 
Oh, I met depressed people before. You get what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) trying to be like them for no reason, right? And I'm like, hold on, was I ever depressed? Times where I couldn't get out the bed. Yeah, I was just called lazy. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Like, like, so I'm like, was I depressed or was I? And now, granted, I was lazy. You get what I'm saying? But it's like, it's a level though. Like, not being able to get out of the bed. Yeah, lazy. Even. Even though I know about depression, I I probably know only like twenty to twenty five percent about depression. Yeah, same. Like I, I I really don't know the depths. Um, depression to me is like an ocean. It's like I know there's sharks in there, and yeah, I know yeah. there's dolphins and fish. Jellyfish. Yeah, but like the deeper you go, the weirder the creatures. <laughs> you're like, whoa, a whole city. Okay. <laughs> 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 And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. So it's like, that's why I'm like, once I feel sad about something, I just like, yo, look, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't really swim like that. I don't swim good. Let me, let me. See. Fear, I, I don't really feel fear like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But depression is one of the emotions that kind of scare me to the point where I'm like, uh, I don't know. And maybe doubt. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think depression scares me too. Like, because I don't know if I'm depressed. Because I have. Someone told me I. Someone told me I was depressed hmm. about four or five years ago, right? I'm like a licensed therapist or just a random? No, no, just someone who was close to me, right? Okay. And I was like, no, I'm not. Because I'm ignorant. I'm like, I'm not crying. Yeah. I'm not stuck in the bed. Yeah. I'm not taking antidepressants. Mm. You know what I mean? They was like, you know, there's functionally depressed people. That's true. And I'm like, whoa. So I can like function in my everyday and Still. be depressed. Let me sign up for therapy. Mm. Like, and and I'm because I'm just like I like how do you? It's kind of like how do you beat that? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you telling me like, okay, I only got to look out for this symptom, but you telling me like, oh no, it, it can you can be. You can have everything in life and still be depressed. And I'm yeah. like, what? I can't fathom that because I grew up with not having. I grew up just having enough in life. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If that and you're telling me and when and when you grow up like that, you grow up with the mindset of. Once I have everything I need, then that's the final puzzle piece. But to tell me that, like, yeah, you can get it, but then you can still be depressed. It's like, dang, that's kind of scary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then you don't know what triggers it. Like, you don't even know why. Nah, that's like, scary. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. It's um, it's it's the, it's that it's, uh, yeah. I think for me, uh, one quote that comes to mind is like, when you find happiness. Mm-hmm. Or when you obtain happiness, because it's not really a find, right? When you obtain happiness, make sure you cherish it and keep it close. Um, and the way I move, a lot of people think I'm selfish. But one thing I'm very careful of is not sacrificing my happiness for others. Okay. Because it's like this thing that a, a lot of people ch- want, like they either, you know, like you said, they go and try to obtain everything to get happiness. It's mm-hmm. not really the things themselves. 
but they're looking for that happiness mm-hmm. or they find they try fall in love or they fall in love with people thinking that this person is going to give them happiness or they create kids or you know birth a whole bunch of kids because they think they're going to have happiness within their kids or career or so forth mm-hmm. it's always it's usually not always usually that the thing that they're going towards is really to a, a bridge to get to happiness mm. and so for me it's like I you know and who knows if this is actually true but it seems like happiness is not something that you could like find but it's something that you cultivate within yourself okay and so it's like when you get that happiness or when you build up that happiness make sure you cherish it and make sure you protect it um and because it, 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 like you said if you don't have it and you don't know why you're not happy mm-hmm. even, and i think it, you could justify it right and this is why so many people in hard times you know they don't off themselves like the dave Chappelle joke where the guy you yeah, know yeah, who yeah. traveled around the world and he ate different foods the and job he, of a lifetime job of a lifetime he he committed suicide but the guy working at Lock, foot, foot locker, <laughs> and his wife divorced him, and he'd been working there since Dave Chappelle was working there back in the 1990s, and, he and he's still working there now. Like he's living with his parents. He's living with his parents now because his wife took everything. He never thought about committing suicide. Mm-hmm. I think, and this is not for all people. Some people are just happy with the little things that they have, but some people they could justify being sad with their with their environment. Mm. So it's like even though they, it might not be the environment that's making them sad, they could say. I'm sad because I don't have what I need right now. Yeah. And when I get it, it's more like that hope. It's like if I ever get it or, you know, even if I don't get it, it's because of everything going on. And it's like it's just something I have to deal with versus why am I sad? I have everything I want. Yeah. This is everything I dreamed of. Why am I sad? When you can't answer that, I feel like it does drive you a little crazy to a point where it's like I don't want to be here. It's and, nothing I could do. And you actually said something that made me think of something and make, uh, I'm going to ask you a question, right? Mm. When was the last time? And maybe your answer may be different than mine. When was the last time you could say you was happy? Mm. And that right there, just that pause right there. I think it confirms to me. I think that's the emotion that we all take for granted the most. Yeah. I think we look for like the big emotions yeah. and things like that. Like I'm excited and I'm, um, I'm depressed. Even like even if you go to extreme one way or extreme the yeah. other way, but we ones. we do not put emphasis or just we don't even cherish happiness. That's crazy. Even if it's small, right? Something as in like, like I enjoy like this this salad that I had. I got a job. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's not small, but <laughs> <laughs> but even like playing a video game. Like, oh, I got to win. Yeah. That small little bit of but, happiness we don't even But cherish. what happened was when I asked the question, because while you was talking, I asked myself that question. Yeah, it took you a while. And I was trying to think of the big thing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't thinking of, like, the small thing. But the thing is, it's funny. Before you even went down this road, I was thinking about the big thing. But then I was like, was I, is there a state of me being happy? Or was that even a small? I can't even think of a small thing. Mm. Like even now that I'm doing this conversation, I'm thinking like, what was the last small thing I was happy? That's scary, <laughs> isn't it? Because now I'm coming. I'm like, well, I bought those Snickers, but that was like two weeks ago. I mean, two days ago. Yeah. 
when when uh when I finished this cold project, that was like yesterday. When I passed somebody on the road, cause you know I like the race. Don't know why. That was like an hour ago. But you know what? How well this this episode is doing. <laughs> I, I thought about that recently, and I think that made me happy. Okay. And it's like we don't really even take note. And it goes back to what I was saying to you um, earlier about the Chloe and Haley. Because you were saying, why are people so fixated on negative comments? Yeah. I think people are just fixated on negativity. And, you know, a lot of people like, why, why, why? I think also it's like when things are are good, you're safe. You could take a break. Right. But when things are bad, that's when you have to be on high alert. Mm. It's like, okay. And even and threaten like if you're if like right now there's nothing happening yeah like nobody threatening our lives but we taking that for granted because you know we we're relaxed yeah but say like somebody wanted to take your life any little noise ain't you're on high alert yeah this is like you you know that you're in a constant state of fear mm-hmm. versus like we know that we're in a constant state of peace like if if, if America were to go into war and the war were actually in our state mm-hmm. there would be a constant state of or we can, we're not safe at any yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's just human nature to be fixated on the negative and not really. But that's crazy to me because out of every emotion that we can name, mm. every emotion can sneak up on you. Yeah. But it seemed like happiness seemed like it's it has to be cultivated by you. By being intentional. But, but true happiness mm. because someone can make you happy. You get what I'm saying, mm. but it's like a um, it's like a bad drug in some way. Mm. You know, too much of it. You know what I mean? Someone can make you happy, and that's just something that you're supposed to take for a while. But if you get hooked on it, then eventually somebody's like, "Yo, I can't be the cause of your happiness. You gotta like find your own happiness mm. and things like that." Now. With me, the way I view it, I'm just like, just don't make me unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, just don't be extreme the other way. Yeah. But I have felt fear without asking for it. I felt depressed without asking for it. I felt mm. sad without asking for it. But it seemed like happiness, unless I had a hand in doing it or someone having a hand doing it for me, that's the only way it will. I, I feel like that's the only way that I'll see it or that's the only way that I'll value it. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I don't know if that's just a, a, a thought. You know what I mean? I think it's also like being intentional about being present in your happiness. Meaning. I, I think for some people, we have to define like what will make us happy. But I think we know what makes us happy. Like, I remember there was, um, it was, uh, I forgot who it was, but someone was eating ice cream with, uh, with Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said... Warren Buffett was working at the Baskin-Robbins or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I think well, he maybe, did once. Maybe we talk but, about a different story, but... But, yeah. But, no, there was, like, a dinner. So, they had all had dinner, and then the ice cream came. And the guy said he saw this billionaire enjoy this simple treat that only cost, like, two, maybe a dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. And this guy was so happy. And I think a lot of times we don't, when when certain things are happen, given to us, we don't really enjoy it. Like, we just take it for granted, right? 
if somebody did something wrong to you, you really get sad. Really, you don't really just take it for granted. You really are in, into mm-hmm. that feeling. Versus like happiness when happy things or things that you enjoy or things that are going good for you, you don't really enjoy it. And I think that's key to you know us not being aware of when happiness are happening. Like if 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 you if like is I remember this you know I haven't done this in a while in the new year, but and towards the end of last year, every time I prayed, or I would I would end up thanking God for a bunch of things, mm. and my state of mind was grateful throughout the day. Cause it was just I was like, Lord, thank you for not letting me die in the car accident mm-hmm. that happened. Thank you for keeping all my friends through this. Thank you for keeping my grandmother through COVID that's going on. Thank you for even allowing me to still have a job. Thank you for allowing my mother. To allow me to stay with her while I'm looking for a house. Thank you. I would, I would just say all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like that happiness started to seep in. Because now I'm like looking at things a little different. Because it's not like, oh, this is just happening. This is something that is is, is a privilege. Like the fact that I could I could call you and, and you pick up. Yeah, a lot of people don't have that, and you know they lost their friends in middle school, high school, or just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, so I think those like being intentional and being aware and, and forcing yourself to be aware of the good things in life can also play a role in keeping and cultivating your happiness. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting because when we started talking about emotional or, be, or emotions in the beginning of the episode. And we was going off of how you felt some type of way because you brought a friend over. Yeah. I was like, hmm, this could be one of those episodes to where it's going to be about the bad emotions. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think, like, we need to start the same attention as we give to not feel those bad emotions. We need to give that same energy to intentionally feeling those good emotions. Mm. You know? And that's probably where it comes to, like, um, that's why I'm like, it's a blanket statement when somebody says you're emotional. You mm. just you just automatically go to. Oh, you're a negative emotion. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody who is overly happy or, or overly grateful <laughs> in life, you I don't never call that emotional. person emotional. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, which 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 emotion would you uh, like to feel? I guess throughout 2021. And I and after having this conversation, I did not think of this until this conversation. I want to be happy, and I think when I say I want to be happy, it's not putting that statement into um, things that I can obtain, mm. but looking at things that I've already obtained and being more grateful mm. and being more present mm. and putting an emphasis on that. You know what I mean? Like not having that negativity bias yeah. to things and just waiting for something to mess up. Mm. You know what I mean? But actually like being grateful that nothing messed up today Yeah, and like being happy. Like, why are you happy? And I think that's, that's also another reason of like, they always, we always are taught to like, why, why yeah. are you happy? Yeah. And just like, yo, just because like nothing happened today. Like, that's why I'm happy. I didn't have to deal with nothing breaking. Nobody died. Nobody's sick. I have a roof over my head. I'm happy. You know, but to some people, some people may undervalue that. You know what I mean? It's, it's also weird because 
it seems like the people who are going through the most sometimes not all the time for example there was this kid who recently passed who had um, stage 4 cancer and a year ago while he was going through chemo God would always he would start posting up a whole bunch of IG videos and I didn't know the kid until he, after he passed, but people was posting him up. But he was posting IG videos a, a year ago, just overly thankful mm. and just being just a positive person and highlighting other people's successes and wins. And he was, you know, uh, talking about, you know, just everybody loving each other and just uh, things that he was happy for and things that he was grateful for. And people would wrote him letters. He would, you know, highlight their letters and say, Thank you so much to this person for writing this to me. Uh-huh. And it's like, on one hand, you know, you, you think to yourself, like, wow, that's that's powerful, like, that this person can find happiness in such a dark time. But it goes back to what you said. It's like, when you experience, like, such a a, a, a rough part and, 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 and or, or such a, a big part of your life, Mm-hmm. It's like you know what starts to matter. Yeah, right? like he he know he knew that he his time on the on Earth wasn't going to be much longer. And it's like, do I focus on just all the small of negative stuff? Of course not. Or do I focus on the happiness? And it's like it takes sometimes, and I don't want to speak too much about this guy's life, but sometimes it takes going through something rough and I don't know why it has to get to that point where we start to intentionally look for the good. Cause like sometimes I feel like that's a survival mode kind of where it's like, I I think it goes, I actually don't know where it comes from. mm. I, I would just taught, especially like with people like us, meaning like black people, um, it would just always been that way going back to mm. Harriet Tubman and things like yeah. that. Like even, um, I say she didn't free the slaves. So. Okay. That's what he said. Happy black history. Man. <laughs> I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying what he said. Like it's, it's all, it's all I know for some reason. Mm. And I don't know if that's a good thing. All you know is what? Sorry. That, in order to be grateful or in order to know how to sort out things, you have to go through a rough patch. And mm. I don't necessarily know that I agree with it, mm. but I don't know if I want to agree with it. I don't know if that's half. I don't know if that only has to be our rite of passage. You know, you have some people that have to touch the stove to know that it's hot. Mm. And then you have some people who can watch the other person get their hand burnt to be like, I ain't touching mm, that. Ain't touch that. that <laughs> you know, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I don't believe we have to suffer. I don't believe too. Or, but that's all I've seen. Suffering? Mm. I know some people, it's weird because you see people thriving and suffering. Or... or like their outside condition, because there's two there's two ways you could look at it. Okay. There's there's people that they should not be happy. Like there's especially those you know those grandmothers in church. Yeah. But they always happy. They're always giving. They always like, you know they they not like the life of the party, but they're always smiling. Yeah. 
isn't that a form of thriving? Because they have something that people who have everything are still trying to achieve. Mm. And so it's like, have you only seen suffering? It depends because I think everyone starts their race in life from different starting points. Okay. So I think for someone who um, comes from a rougher background and things like that, they get to see the whole race. Okay. You know what I mean? They get to see the whole, they have to run the whole track. So they see all the competitors that they have to go against Mm. compared to someone who may be ahead of the race. Yeah, Who who never looked behind them. You know what I mean? So they can't relate to, oh, I never experienced a rough patch in my life. Or an extreme rough patch because a rough patch could be subjective based on who I'm talking to. Mm. You know what I mean? So the only advantage that the person has in the back is that they see the whole yeah. they see the whole race. Now it is up to them, which is not fair. They have to outrun everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why you may see some people who start from nothing and obtain things and they'd be like, I'm happy, I'm at peace. You know what I mean? Mm. Compared to some people that may have started the race in the middle or may have started in a quarter in the race and because things have been handed to them the time that something that's not handed to them, then all of a sudden that may be their rough patch, mm. not getting a handout. You mm. know what I mean? And that's just, just giving little examples. But it, it's emotions are very, it's tricky. And I think with guys, it's even more trickier because it's like, you want to be strong. <laughs> and our definition of strong as men, or, or my definition of what strong was, was how my father was. You know what I mean? And he wasn't emotional in the sense of like he 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 wasn't a man of a lot of words. Mm. Um, times that he was tired and times that he did not feel like it, he never really expressed that. He just kept pushing. So that's my definition of strength. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, if he was to complain, he would be justified yeah. based on the life that he had. Yeah. But I don't know if I would have viewed him as strong because by him complaining, that doesn't mm. negate that food got to be on the table. Yeah. That doesn't negate that we got to go to work. That doesn't negate that this is this is the life that you have to do. You have a wife, you have kids, yeah. but he never did that. So that's why I'm like, it's just so tricky. And um, I don't know. I think uh, when it comes to men and their emotions, it's, it's like a, it's still like a new fad. But I, I think one thing I definitely uh, got out of this conversation is I need to put more value on happy, on becoming happy, and not just on the big shebang of like, okay, this made me happy when I was able to mm-hmm. climb Mount Everest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think it has to be that extreme. Yeah, you was just able to walk five miles and you saw a bird <laughs> fly over and that was beautiful. A bird? I don't know. People like birds, right? Birds okay. Right, but yeah, I think I think that's uh yeah, I think that's that's about it, man. This week had me thinking about emotions and this is what we have for y'all.
an emotional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, emotional in a good sense. But 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 just to put a cap on your story and then we out of here. Yeah. How were you able to work through what you felt? Did you acknowledge it? And like, were there any practical things you did, or did you did the thing that we basically did? Was like, it's life. I just deal with it. Um. Yes. Yeah, uh, to wrap it up, so me and my friend had a conversation. I wasn't a hundred percent honest. I think one, I was still not really. Under- I really didn't understand why I was feeling like I'm not a sensitive guy. You know, all my friends would tell you I don't really. Like they never really see me like angry or crying or really sad. Like I'm not just not that guy. So it was weird for me to have emotions that I'm dealing with leak out um, in weird ways. So when um, so, you know, we had a conversation. And I told her I think it was due to, you know, me being a little stressed in the beginning of the week and me dealing with other things um, and just, you know, other things going on. Um, but I think even now it's like, hmm, I am human. Which <laughs> okay, <laughs> which you know, for for a while I thought I was a little robotic, but there's there's a human side to me, yeah. and you know I think because of that it's like I want to be careful that, and it's weird because emotions happen to you. It's not something that you can really control. Yeah. But I do want to control how it, it gets expressed. And so that was a, it was a teachable moment that if you're not honest with yourself and you're not really doing the work, you don't have to express it with talking out, but just understanding, okay, I'm going through this right now. Hmm. What are some methods and tools I could use to, you know, kind of express it in a much healthier way? I agree. Like Chen said, go to therapy, man. Go to therapy, man. Find out what you need to to live a better life yeah man all right man good episode hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of the mark our words podcast don't forget to subscribe as well as share the podcast follow us on twitter and instagram at mark our words podcast as well as subscribe to our newsletter that will be released every tuesday with the upcoming episode blessings